Hi, this is Ananda, President of the Hare Krishna Community near Washington, D.C. What follows is a Sunday talk recorded at our temple. Every Sunday we invite the public for meditation, a talk, and a vegetarian lunch. We'd love for you to join us. More information is available at iskonofdc.org. That's I-S-K-C-O-N of D-C dot org. Thanks, and I hope you enjoy the talk. So today is, as I said, uh, His Divine Grace, A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami Prabhupada, whose uh, murti or statue is there behind you. Uh, it's the um, 41 years ago today, he, he left this world in the most holy place of uh, Vrindavan in, uh, in, in, in India. And so every year, it's kind of a, it's a bittersweet uh, celebration. It's called a Tirobab, and it's called a Mahotsava. Mahotsava means celebration. Because uh, it's bittersweet for us, because we no longer had his divine association. Um, for him, he, he's, of course, he's always with Krishna, but he returns to Krishna's abode. And so in one sense, it's a, uh, it's a celebration. Yet for us, who he leaves behind, it, it's, a, it's a very painful experience. And for those of us in the room, and I see maybe five or seven people who were here in 1977 and in in Krishna consciousness at that time it was a very uh it was a very difficult time to uh just imagine because for our our whole idea was Krishna consciousness and Prabhupada were the same <laughs> and so you know what was going to happen after uh he uh he left us but because of his genius he left us behind uh he left behind us his instructions his uh, his books, his his teachings, and his uh, spiritual uh, presence in the form of his training of his disciples, and so today is really a day of gratitude, a day of uh, showing our deep appreciation and um, um, yeah, deep appreciation for everything that he did for us. Usually, this doesn't fall on a Sunday, and uh, we have, you know, it's, it's a special day because we have a Sunday open house that we invite everyone from the public to come. And so for those maybe a little less familiar with Krishna consciousness and with Srila Prabhupada, you'll get some flavor of the mood of, uh, disciples or grand disciples of their, of the attitude one has towards one's teacher, one's guru, one's, uh, spiritual master. Um, just a few announcements before we uh, before I set the stage a little bit more for what we're going to be doing today. Uh, we will next week have a very wonderful ceremony here in the temple, uh, the Tosi Vivaha, and that's and then also um, throughout the week there's a poster out in the hallway, uh, a very wonderful saintly person. His name is Chaitanya Charan Das. Uh, he's going to be giving talks at. Uh, Nandu Kumar's house one day and uh, someone else's house and then also here on Sunday um, he'll be giving a talk here and then again in the evening in Baltimore and all the details are on the flyer that's out in the hallway. He's a very wonderful, he's a, he's a monk in, um, in our tradition and a very uh, learned and uh, wonderful speaker. So please uh, try to take advantage of his association. Also, uh, it's not too early to start, right? Because even I've seen, I go to some shops and you still start to see the, uh, the Christmas decorations, right? Even though supposedly it's supposed to start the day after uh, Thanksgiving, right? So it's not too early to mention also that Gita Jayanti is coming up in December. And that's a time when we uh, will be reciting the Bhagavad Gita in the evening from start to finish, the entire 
Bhagavad Gita takes about three hours, and also asking uh, us all to come forward and, and uh, contribute something to uh, the publishing of Srila Prabhupada's books, which was a, a, something that was very dear to him, that, his, that the, all the time that he spent uh, writing those books, that they, uh, we um, show our appreciation by giving people the opportunity to have those books. So that's just something to plant, plant into your mind, and you're going to be hearing about it for the next six weeks, so get used to it. Um, so um, we're going to, today, uh, as in this hour that we have, um, we're going to start by listening to a, uh, a talk that Srila Prabhupada gave. And can we, uh, Amy, the, are we going to hand out the, uh, we are, we have, we're going to show it here, the, uh, the um, <coughs> transcription of the lecture, but also we have it on pieces of paper that we'll be handing out to you. And it's, uh, it's Srila Prabhupada talking about one of his god-brothers. Uh, his name is uh, Bhakti Pragyan Keshava Maharaj, who also is the person who gave him um, initiation into the renounced order. So there's something in, in the Vedic tradition called sannyas, when you, uh, you give up um, everything in this world and dedicate yourself 100% to uh, serving Krishna. Including your home, your 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 family by then by that age are you know elderly and the children can take care of the pair, the uh, the wife and things like that. But still, it's quite a um, it's quite a bold thing to do in one's life to renounce everything. And so, in this lecture, uh, just to give you some hints about some things to look out for, <clears throat> um, Srila Prabhupada here is very candid about how it wasn't easy for him to want to take sannyas. He, he's very, uh, uh, as we would say today, very vulnerable talking to his disciples uh, about, about uh, his godbrother uh, encouraging him to make this important step in, in, in his life. And also uh, the great appreciation that he is showing to his godbrother Bhakti uh, Pragyan Keshava Maharaj. So that's the context. His godbrother had just passed away and Srila Prabhupada is telling his disciples that we should uh, respect him and honor him. So we're also getting some idea of the mood towards a great devotee when they, when they leave this world. And I'll give you a little heads up. My wife usually doesn't do this, but I'll be nice to you. That uh, Listen very carefully because we're going to ask you to all grow in groups of three or four or five afterwards and talk to each other for a few minutes about what inspirations you got from this talk. Okay, so there is a homework assignment attached to, uh, to listening to this. And then after that, uh, His Grace Lakshmi Van Prabhu is going to si uh, explain one of the songs that we sing every year when a great um, uh, devotee uh, commemorating their passing away. He's going to explain the lyrics. He's going to sing it. And then after that, uh, finally, there's something called the Pushpanjali cer uh, Ceremony, where we will be saying some Sanskrit prayers, uh, mantras, and then offering flowers to uh, Srila Prabhupada. And then after that, we will, uh, uh, a very wonderful special feast has been prepared today in honor of uh, this uh, bittersweet uh, day, but a really wonderful day for us to come together as a community and uh, show respect to that person who, for Many of us in this world, maybe in this room, and maybe almost all of us, has drastically changed the direction of our life. His Divine Grace, A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami Srila Prabhupada, K. So these 
sheets have been passed out. It's also the transcription is here, and uh, we are ready to roll them. Test this out, because Murphy's Law is, if anything can go wrong, it will go wrong, especially with technology. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna. Oh, that's not good sign. So, I never thought uh, that I shall accept this renounced order of life. Uh, in my family life, uh, when I was in the midst of my wife and children, sometimes I was dreaming my spiritual master that he is calling me and I was falling. When my dream was over, I was thinking, I was a little horrified. Oh, Guru Maharaj wants me to become sannyas. Oh, oh how can I accept sannyas? Oh, at that time, I was feeling uh, not very satisfaction that I have to give up my family and I have to become a mendicant. At that time it was a horrible feeling. Sometimes I was thinking, no, I cannot take sannyas. But again I saw the same dream. So in this way I was fortunate my Guru Maharaj pulled me out from this material life. I have not lost anything. If you are so kind upon me, I have gained. I left three children. I have got now three hundred So I am not losing. This is material conception. We think that we shall be loser by accepting Krishna. Nobody is loser. I say from my practical experience, I was thinking that how can I accept this renounced order of life? Oh, I cannot accept so much trouble. So. But I retired from my family life. I was sitting alone in Vrindavan 
writing books. So this my god-brother, he insisted me, yeah, Bhaktivedanta uh, Prabhu. This title was, even in my family life, it was offered to me by the Vaishnava society. So he insisted me. Not he insisted me, practically my spiritual master insisted me through him that you accept. Because without accepting this renounced order of life, eh, nobody can become a preacher. So he wanted me to become a preacher. So he forced me through this God brother, you accept. So unwillingly I accept. And then I Remember that he wanted me to go to the Western country, so I am very, I am feeling now very much obliged to my this God brother that he carried out the wish of my spiritual master and uh, enforced me to accept these sannyas order. So this God brother. His Holiness, Krishna Maharaj, uh, is no more. He, is, uh, he has entered Krishna's abode. So I used to pass a, a resolution of bereavement and send them. So, and I have composed one verse also in this connection in Sanskrit. So you all present, you sign this, I shall send it tomorrow. First I compose it in Sanskrit. Vairāka vidyā nija bhakti yoga. This Krishna consciousness is vairāgavidya. Vairāgavidya means to become detestful to this material world. That is called vairāgavidya. And that is possible simply by this bhakti-yoga. Vairāgavidya-nija-bhakti-yoga. Vairāka-vidyā-nija-bhakti-yoga apāyam-mā. This, just like medicine, a child is afraid of taking medicine. That also I have experienced in my childhood when I became ill. I was very stubborn. I won't accept any medicine. So my mother used to force medicine within my mouth with a spoon. Uh, I was soft in it. So anyway, similarly, I did not want to accept the sannyas order 
But this God brother forced me. You must. Apayan man, she forcefully made me to drink this medicine. Why I was unwilling? Anavipsu means unwilling. Andham. Andham means one who is blind, who cannot see his future. The spiritual life is the brightest future, but the materialist cannot see to it. But the Vaishnavas, uh, the spiritual master, and the forcefully, uh, you drink this. Apayan maam anavipsumangam. Si kesava bhakti pradhyana nama. So, this my god brother, his name is Kesha, Bhakti Pradhyan Kesha. Kipam Budhi. So, he did this favor upon me because you are ocean of mercy. So, we offer our obeisances to Vaishnava. Kipam Budhi. Bancha Kalpaturu Bhascha. Kripashindu Bhayavad. The Vaishnavas, the representative of the Lord, they are so kind. They bring the ocean of mercy for distributing to the suffering humanity. Kipam Buddhija. Samaham Prapadde. So I am offering my respectful obeisances and to this. Oh, his holiness, because he forcefully uh, made me adopt this sannyas order, so he is no more in this world. Uh, he has entered Krishna's abode. So I am offering my respectful obeisances along with my disciples. Uh, on the first day of my sannyas, I never thought, uh, but I remember that I will have to speak in English. So I remember on that Sunday's day when there was a reception, so I, first of all, I spoke in English. So it is all arrangement of Krishna who had authority. So they, we are writing like this. Resolve that we, the undersigned members and devotees of the International Society for Krishna Consciousness, Incorporated, in a Congress meeting under the presidency of His Divine Grace, A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami, today, the 21st of October 1968, at our Seattle branch, express our profound bereavement on hearing the passing of English, Om Vishnupasimad Bhakti Pragyan Kesha Goshan Maya, the Sannyas Guru, preceptor of our spiritual master, and on October 6, 1968, at his headquarter residence in Navadri, West Bengal, we offer our respectful obeisances 
unto the lotus feet of Sima, B.P. Kesa Goswami Maharaj, with the following verse composed on this occasion by our spiritual master. This verse I have already explained to you. So I wish that you all sign this and I will send it tomorrow by airmail. Hare Krishna. So, um, so go break up into groups of three or four, and just just each of you uh, say one thing that really struck you, that really uh, was significant that you heard in this talk. Okay, go ahead and form little groups and do that, please. So go ahead, get right into it. There's not a lot of time. Let's start. Me to share. We were both sharing almost the same uh, same feelings that Gorawani and I think everyone in this room that Srila Prabhupada kept it so honest, like he wasn't putting on a you know a pretense or that he was so advanced that he was ready and eager to take sannyas. He was so his humility and his honesty, so that we can. He keeps it relatable, like if we have those feelings, it's, uh, you know, it's, um, we, we can learn from how he dealt with all that and how when, uh, when his uh, god brother finally nudged him into it, he accepted it, like, and, and, uh, and at such an advanced age to fulfill the mission of his spiritual master, he boldly soldiered on, as they say, but he didn't hesitate when it finally he accepted it. And it's very refreshing to see that even though he was such an advanced soul, he, he was so honest and humble that it touches your heart. So Thank, thank you. you very much. What a nice note to end on for this part of our talk. <laughs> and now we will ask uh, His Grace Lakshmi Van Prabhu. Um, to, uh, do you want to sit? So, Lakshmi Mampu is going to, um, so we're going to sing a song. What? There's another folder that's full of Yeyanilo. Is it up top on the shelf? This is right, Prabhu. Yes, thank you. Okay, so, uh, okay, so we have, have it on the screen. All right. So before we sing this song... Oh, you mean these? Uh, there they are. <laughs> <laughs> okay, please pass those ones back. We're going to try this again. So many oppor opportunities for devotional service today. While the, while the song sheet is being passed out, I'm going to read to you the translation of this song. 
It's written in the Bengali language, and it's written by one of the great uh, saints of our tradition, Sri Narutam Das Thakur. Narutam Das Thakur was one of the contemporaries, uh, or almost contemporary, of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Uh, 500 years ago in Bengal, where this Hare Krishna movement began. And if you look on the wall behind you over there, you'll see several paintings of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and his disciples. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was Krishna himself, appeared again on this earth 500 years ago, along with all of his associates specifically for the purpose of spreading the holy name of the Lord to everyone all around the world. So one of his disciples was Narottam Das Thakur, who wrote this song. So Narottam Das Thakur, he is writing in the Bengali language. But I'll read the translation. He who brought the treasure of divine love and who was filled with compassion and mercy, where has such a personality as Advaita Acharya gone? Narottam Das Thakur, he's reciting the names of very, very important uh, spiritual personalities who were there at that time and who had now passed on. And so he's spiritually lamenting for their uh, lost association. Then he says, Where are my Swarup Damodar and Rupa Goswami? Where is Sanatana? Where is Raghunath Das, the savior of the fallen? Where are my Raghunath Bhatta and Gopal Bhatta? And where is Krishna Das Kaviraj? Where did Lord Goranga, the great dancer, suddenly go? Then he says something very extraordinary. I will simply smash my head against the rock and enter into fire. Where will I find Lord Goranga, the reservoir of all wonderful qualities? Being unable to obtain the association of Lord Goranga, accompanied by all of these devotees, in whose association he performed his pastimes, Narottam Das simply weeps. So the last two verses are very amazing. Um, in the last line of every song, it's traditional that the author will mention their own name. And they'll say something like, I, Narottam Das, hanker for the association of the Lord or I hanker for the service of the Lord. Here he says, I'm simply weeping because all of these wonderful persons have gone. And he says, I will smash my head against a rock and enter into fire. So it sounds like it's some kind of materialistic frustration or suffering. But it's a very, very different thing a very different quality that actually Narutam Das Thakur is greatly happy and relishing within his heart 
the love of these persons. And saying something like this, that I'll smash my head against a rock or enter into fire, he's expressing his yearning to be with them. And um, by expressing that feeling, actually he is with them spiritually within. So a devotee is actually never bereft of the association of Krishna, even though he says, Krishna, where will I see you? He says to Lord Goranga, how will I ever see you, Lord Goranga, Lord Chaitanya? But actually within his heart, he's deeply experiencing the love and association of all these personalities. So we'll sing this song, and then maybe we'll talk a little bit about it. Do you have something to say? Can I ask you one question to clarify? Yes. So this is obviously uh, kind of an intimate and private emotions that we're singing in a public way, mm. in a public place. So one question, just because we're about to sing it, particularly on that verse about I will smash my head, uh, enter into fire, you're expressing that it means something else, but I just, just to clarify a little more, I have a question. Mm. Is, it, is it just a hyperbole? Is it, is it insincere? Because this is my question, because otherwise, why is he saying it? What is, what is the, the, the intention or the meaning behind that statement? Well, it's hard to say exactly, um, because great personalities, they express themselves in a deep way. But um, we know from our Srila Prabhupada, who explained this to, to us, that he's not planning on committing suicide. He's not depressed like an ordinary materialistic person. But that he may feel that without the association of great spiritual personalities, that life is much diminished and that the value is not there. So he may say something like, what, what is the use of all this... Um, uh, material life where we strive in this world. Um, instead, let's all go to that spiritual world where we can associate with those great spiritual personalities. It's said that um, the entire purpose of human life given in the scriptures is simply to get the association of a great saint. And that even a moment's association with such a great person can light a fire in one's heart of, of loving attraction uh, for service to the Supreme Lord. And that once that fire is lit, then nothing else can satisfy a person except the fulfillment of finally getting the association of the Lord and his devotees. So um, I take it just as, as a profound yearning, not insincere, and, but not necessarily saying I'm going to kill myself. Because a devotee, he doesn't want to kill himself, he simply wants to engage always in the service of the Lord. So actually, although he may have many, many emotions, but he's always protected by the Lord, and he always wants to engage in the service of the Lord. I don't know if that's a good answer, but... So, 
Perfect. Hmm. Can I have one of those pages? Uh, no, we we're not going to give you the song. Because <laughs> the phone keeps going. Yeah, thank you. So we'll sing this in Kirtan style. I'll sing one line and then you can all repeat. Jayanilo prema dana karuna prachu Jayanilo prema dana karuna prachu Kavira, 
Jaya Jaya Prabhu Padra Bhupa Rabu Jaya Shila Prabhu Jaya Jaya Prabhu Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare, Hare Krishna. Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama. Jagat Guru, His Divine Grace, Srila Bhaktivedanta Swami, Srila Prabhupada Ki Jai. So it's a very beautiful song and I think by singing this song, actually we feel in the heart what is the mood of a devotee and maybe a lot of our questions are answered just by singing the song and... Um, feeling the atmosphere that has been created by Srila Narottam Das Thakur. And that atmosphere is continued and brought to us um, down through the line of our preceptors uh, to Srila Prabhupada and brought to us by him. Um, so now, oh yeah, there it is. Uh, first, I want to ask if there's any comments or any experiences about this song or questions about this song that anybody might have had. And while you think about that, I'm going to look for something that I'm going to read to you. All right. Yes, Sushma Mataji. Uh, can we send the microphone? Beautiful Bhajan Prabhu, thank you so much. Uh, I wanted to add um, that sometimes in separation from uh, Krishna or from spiritual master or devotees, a devotee might feel that they want to give up their life. Mm. And when Prabhu asked the question, I could relate to a Bhajan by Mirabai where she, in separation from Krishna, saying that, she wants to end her life, which mm. did not mean that she, you know, it is the peak of her love that she feels that without him, his life is already, like, ended if she doesn't 
Hmm. get association of krishna similarly narottam das thakur says if he doesn't get the association of mahaprabhu and devotees he feels like his life has no purpose and has hmm. uh, no meaning so i could relate uh, this bhajan to one of the bhajans by mirabai yeah not only narottam das thakur has expressed this sentiment but there are many great writers amongst the saints of our a uh, disciplic succession who have expressed that similar feeling that the real value is, of life is service to krishna and what is the value if we cannot serve krishna sometimes they say what is the worth of this body if i'm not using it to hear the topics of krishna what is the use of this tongue if i'm not using it to speak about krishna what is the use of these legs if i don't use it to go here and there speaking about krishna or to go to the temple um in fact in our scripture shrimad bhagavatam there's a verse to that effect that your eyes are useless um if you don't use them to see the deity of krishna and they're just like uh the spots on a peacock's feather they look pretty but they don't do anything hmm. so um Yeah that's the real value of life and the devotees often express it. Um one thing that came to me while contemplating this subject just now is that um another one of our great teachers Srila Bhaktivinoda Thakur uh he said that when a Vaishnava leaves this world we should remember he wrote this verse he reasons ill who tells that vaishnavas die when thou art living still in sound a vaishnav uh dies to live and living tries to spread the holy name around so he has a mission and he's done that mission in his life and then when he leaves this body this material world um he's not gone he's not lost he's simply gone to the spiritual world where he always desired to be and where we also desire to go um and the follower who is left behind can get the association of the departed spiritual masters in one simple way does anybody know what that way is yeah by holding very tightly within one's heart the instructions of the spiritual master So the instructions of our spiritual master his divine grace ac bhaktivedanta swami prabhupad were to help him in continuing to spread this krishna consciousness all over the world that is the purpose for which shrila prabhupad gave his entire life and the way to honor a person who has left our physical association is to dedicate ourselves to the mission which they held dear to their heart um and shila prabhupad gave many other instructions which are present at great length in his books shri bhagavad gita shrimad bhagavat purana shri chaitanya charitamrita so if anyone wants to have the association of shila prabhupad all he has to do is read these books and take the instructions to heart and he'll feel the presence of shila prabhupad and he'll feel empowered in his life 
um, to take the example of Srila Prabhupada and follow in his footsteps. So uh, that's the thing, is to read Prabhupada's books. And then what happens? Uh, Srila Prabhupada used to say, Guru Mukha Padma Vakya Chite Te Koriya Aikya Arna Kori Hamaneyash. This is in Bengali language, another old song, which says that the words which emanate from the lotus mouth of the spiritual master, make them one with the core of your heart and don't have any other desire in your mind except to fulfill these desires of the spiritual master because the spiritual master is simply desiring, after all, your own welfare, and which is to obtain the mercy of Krishna and to become very, very much attracted to the holy name of Krishna so that it fills your mind and your heart. Yes, uh, and time is running. So um, now we're going to do... Oh yeah, I want to read this for you. Um, it's really a, a brief uh, poem which was written by one of Srila Prabhupada's senior disciples, His Holiness Jayapataka Swami Maharaj. And... Um, it encapsulates our feelings for Srila Prabhupada. I'll just read the English for the sake of time. It's written in Bengali language, very beautiful Bengali language. There are eight verses. I'll read them very quickly. If Srila Prabhupada had not come, what would have happened? How could we have passed our lives? What el who else would have distributed the unlimited mercy of Lord Nityananda and Lord Goranga all over the world? Which other compassionate person would have endeavored to deliver the miscreants, the sinful, the impersonalistic and voidistic people in the West? Who else would have come to distribute Harinama, to them? Who else would have come forward to transform them into civilized beings? Who else would have taught them how to worship the deity form of Lord Hari day and night with Arati Kirtana, and how to conduct the Ratayatra and other grand festivals? Bhagavad Gita Srimad Bhagavatam and Chaitanya Charitamrita contain the essence of the nectarian mellows of love of Godhead. Who else would have explained these scriptures so clearly and beautifully? Who else would have tolerated all difficulties and distributed Harinama with a pleasant heart? Who would have given us the dhamas such as Mayapur, Vrindavan, and Jagannath Puri. The teachings of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu constitute the greatest and most auspicious treasure. Who else would have engaged us in constantly practicing and preaching it? Sri Sri Nitai Gora, Lord Chaitanya and Lord Nityananda are desire trees of love of Godhead. Desiring a drop of their mercy, Jayapataka's heart incessantly takes shelter of your divine grace, Srila Prabhupada.